This is Stream Coach TV episode number five. I am so over Turkey right now. Welcome to the Stream Coach TV podcast, the podcast designed to help you up your game as a professional live streamer on Twitch. Every Friday, I give you actionable advice to transform you into the expert content creator you are determined to be. After the episode, come learn more in our Discord channel. Now let's get started. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Stream Coach TV. I hope you had an awesome Thanksgiving. I am like really over turkey at this point. I've only had it twice. I'm not a huge turkey fan, but I'm just, I'm really, I'm done with it for the next year. I'm over it. But that being said, I really do love this time of year because it reminds us to be grateful for the things that we have. And I truly believe that like gratitude is something that people should practice consistently. Like it shouldn't take Thanksgiving for us to be grateful for the things that we have just because gratitude is so important in just manifesting the things that you want in your life and just for your overall happiness. It's so important. So I'm really grateful that everyone is grateful right now, I guess. <laughs> Where is this going? I have no idea. But this is the end of the year. Um, this is not going to be like an end of the year recap episode or anything like that. But I'm just very excited for 2018 um, and to see like the continuation of this podcast and the YouTube content, like plan on getting a lot more consistent with YouTube content. I've already had a lot of people reaching out for me to answer their questions on Instagram, which has just been like so awesome. So if you guys want me to make any YouTube content for you, if you have any questions specifically over like live streaming or YouTube or just like building a professional career within this space, you can DM me on Instagram. That's just like at Ashney Christ. Or as usual, you can hit me up on Twitter over at Ashney Christ as well. And that YouTube is Ashney Christ too. And that's got a bunch of tips for um, aspiring master content creators, as I like to call them. Also, 2018, I'm going to be launching like a website and maybe a Patreon um, and just trying to like get more forms of content out for you guys because I know like not everybody is a podcast person. Not everyone likes to watch YouTube videos. Um, and then I definitely want to jump back more heavily into streaming as well because I've definitely put it off for probably like the past six months. I haven't been streaming to the consistency that I used to be streaming because I have been just learning so much just as much as I possibly can about this space and about building a brand and just everything and that's why I'm so like inspired and I want to share all this information with you guys because I know whenever you're a streamer you're so busy you don't have the time to do this research so you definitely this is definitely stuff that like you need to learn but you just don't have the time to learn it so I'm really doing my best to kind of compile all of this information that I know is just so beneficial for people into one space so yeah 2018 is gonna be awesome it's gonna be lit um this episode is actually the third episode that i recorded but unfortunately the episode before this had really bad audio gain on my mic i was interviewing a really awesome person though he goes by bad news baron on twitch he is a star citizen um, streamer and he's just he's amazing and he gave a lot of really great value in that interview so I'll probably look at like having him back at some point because that was just so good and I'm really upset that the high audio gain just completely destroyed the interview it's still up on YouTube so for those of you that are just interested enough that you still want to hear it even though I sound like total garbo can find it over there so this episode is actually episode three but this is, wait, this is episode, oh my god, this is so confusing. It's episode three that I actually did an interview with, but this is episode five of this podcast, but it's episode two of the interviews on this part. I don't even know. All right, we're not we're not going to get into that. So this is with SCF3. Her real name is Ali. She's a full-time variety streamer with the esports organization Splice. She's a huge Pokemon streamer. She regularly has 100 plus viewership. Um, she's jumped into speedruns recently. She does a lot of shiny collecting. She's really active on YouTube. And the thing that I really like about her, and the thing that you guys are probably going to love about her as well, is that she also makes content to help new streamers. So she's published just tons of Twitch Tips videos, as she calls them, and they're they're definitely helpful as well. So her link is down below in the show notes for that YouTube channel if you guys want to check out some of her content too. Or you can just get on YouTube and search for SCF3 and she'll probably be like the first search result. 
All right, let's get into it. What is that from? What is that from? That's stuck in my head. What's up? Hey, <laughs> what is up, guys? <laughs> I'm so excited. Allie is a full-time partnered Twitch streamer. She works with an organization called Splice. Um, she is also the creator of Elite Four TV, which brings you guys some really unique and inspiring Pokemon content. Um, she also, the reason that I found Allie is because she started this Twitch Tips YouTube series, which I find, like, obviously, I mean, it's the same reason why I have this show, right? It's because we want to help people out when they're just learning mm -hmm. how to stream, and we want to share mm -hmm. these lessons that we've learned. And so I found that from you, and I was just like, oh my god, this girl is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> she was so cool. Um, so, Ali, go ahead and fill in any gaps that I may have missed. Let me know a little bit more about you and your channel, um, and teach me how you found Twitch. So, uh, my name is Allie. I go by SCF3 on Twitch. That's my Twitch, I almost said Twitch tag, Twitch username. <laughs> uh, like you said, a uh, full-time streamer with Splice. I mainly do kind of like Nintendo content, kind of going into variety, that sort of thing. I'm trying to think of anything you didn't cover. I think you covered it pretty well, but uh, how I got into Twitch was, I think I found Twitch from Twitch Plays Pokemon. <laughs> Now that I remember it, it was, what was that? That was like 2000, my account was created February 2014, but I didn't start streaming until like a year later. So that's how I found Twitch and then it kind of just happened. <laughs> that's where I went from there. That's so, awesome. Yeah. What inspired you to start streaming? Um, What inspired me to start streaming? I think initially, like, honestly, it's hard for me to like go back and like think like what was the exact, exact reasoning, but... I just remember thinking, like, oh, like, if I'm going to play video games already, then, like, why not stream it? And then also, there were some other streamers that I watched starting out um, that, like, kind of inspired me. Justin Flynn, he was a really big Pokemon streamer. And then Miss Kylie, who's a really big variety broadcaster. Those were, like, the first, I guess, like, two main streams I watched on Twitch. So they kind of inspired me to do it. I was like, oh, like, why not try it, see what happens? And, like, I started off with, like, MacBook Pro streaming like old pokemon games the first game i streamed was a Yu-Gi-Oh game and i didn't realize the audio was muted the whole time and like all of this stuff so we've come very far from that point but that, that's pretty much what inspired me so there was no like one reason it was kind of just like why not do it like see what happens and then i got like super super into it and now we're here <laughs> so started from the bottom now we're here now we're here <laughs> if you go back and watch my old videos it's definitely it's definitely a big uh difference <laughs> yeah sounds like a big change for sure so mm -hmm. what was it in those two streamers that you mentioned that you saw and you were like oh my gosh that's inspiring um i think it was mainly i think both of what they have in common is just like very like upbeat and like energetic i almost said podcast well upbeat <laughs> and energetic streams and then also same thing with their community they had very it was a very positive environment very positive community and i was like i like this i want to do something like this so there we go like why not try it and now like my community is like pretty awesome i mean i'm not gonna lie Aww. so like i think i've i think i've made a little like place for everybody or like my community and myself like on the internet so that's really cool like mm -hmm. that that's sort of what i was just like why not why not try it and then see what happens so yeah yeah <laughs> that's so cool so can you tell me like any special stories of what your community has done for you or vice versa um i think definitely i think the biggest i guess the most impactful one was when when i first started out um, you know, for like, if you're going to stream 3DS games, right, you have to get a capture card, like a very special capture card for it. Mm -hmm. um, so I started out in February 2015. And I just played old Pokemon games, like whatever. I didn't have a capture card yet. They're they're really expensive. So it took around, I think, from maybe April of that year until October, September or something. Everybody helped me raise up money to get a capture card. And that's kind of how I I guess I got started in like the community or like the Pokemon community at least because that was like my main game mm -hmm. um, then because I, I did Smash and Pokemon. But so basically them like helping me reach those goals and like trying to upgrade the stream because like everything that goes into the stream like also helps like like do like equipment upgrades like all that sort of thing. So being able to be at the point that I am now that was definitely one of the biggest things that like helped me I guess jump start like myself on twitch because before that i was kind of just like fumbling around and like 
Pokemon, random Pokemon games, creative, Smash. Like, we had a very small core community, but definitely jumping in to the 3DS streaming helped a lot. So probably that, I think. <laughs> okay, so 3DS streaming was, like, super big for you then? I actually didn't know that. Oh, that's... long fact of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome, hey. though. I, yeah. I cannot imagine. Like, I feel like that would be really cool, though, because you... I don't know. It's so unique. Like, you don't usually see yeah. a ton of that. Um, yeah, And, yeah. I mean, the Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> fact, too, is actually, like, super surprising. That's, like, I'm not really hilarious. I didn't know there was a Yu-Gi-Oh! game on Steam until, like, two weeks ago. And I was like, <laughs> I have to play this. This is, like, so much nostalgia. Like, I love it. It's so great. That is so cool. <laughs> so, what um... would you say, like, based on just this entire history of, like, seeing these very popular streamers and the upbeat energy that they had towards their communities and mm. then jumping into it yourself where you were a little bit smaller um and then growing to the point that you have been now like just looking back over all of that past success what do you feel like mm. you could have done better um i think this is definitely something i've more learned now as opposed to like when i first started out because when you first start off you're kind of like in like the honeymoon phase of streaming you're like oh my god i love this blah 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 and then like it gets to a point i guess like either if your stream gets like big enough or you get partnered or something it starts to become more so like a job which isn't a bad thing but i think something i learned definitely the past couple of months and like sort of like a year-long realization but like you can't put so much value and like stress on like numbers like that regardless if it's your like viewer count your follower count your sub count whatever like trying to put your value in that and like your value of your content in that can sometimes be like not good <laughs> for like your mental health so like definitely realizing like i've been trying to take at least with my more focus on like variety i've been trying to take a more even more like community focus in that and like what matters is like the people that surround like your channel who were involved in your channel as opposed to like oh i have this many followers or this many subs because like in the grand scheme of things like streaming at least to me is like you you're you like impact people in like a really hopefully a positive way <laughs> but like that that's kind of like the main mission for me now as opposed to be like oh like i want to hit like i i do want to hit everybody wants to hit milestones but like that's mm -hmm. not my main focus as much because when I when I really hardcore focused on numbers I got like either really happy or really down like there was no in between so yeah. like definitely definitely like don't put your value as a streamer in numbers because then you're either well most likely you might get a little disappointed because streaming is hard it's grime but you might be, be happy I don't know but that's up to the individual person like if, if you do that then that's cool but it doesn't yeah. work for me anymore <laughs> so what's your what's your personal reason for streaming like what motivates you with this um, what motivates me? Well, the first, like, the original reason was if I'm playing games, why not stream it already? <laughs> but mm -hmm. definitely, I think just, like, I guess partly the personal satisfaction I get from it because streaming kind of mixes everything I do together. So I think I do, like, graphic design, I do, like, video editing stuff. I mean, broadcasting, like, OBS, you kind of just learn as you go. It can be very confusing at first. Yeah. But it kind of combines everything I like into one thing. And I used to be... I used to be, like, more quiet and not, like, public speaking. But as I got into college, even before I started streaming, but when I got into college and then, like, even streaming more helped me, like, um, I guess me be more out there or be more vocal, mm -hmm. I guess. So, yeah. Oh, wait, where, yeah. where was I going with that? I don't remember. What <laughs> totally motivates just... you? What <laughs> motivates you? Oh, sorry. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I right, do this sorry. all the time. Got, like, totally, don't even worry about it. <laughs> totally just brain farted. Um, so yeah, just like, I'm already streaming games, why not do it? It combines everything that I like. Oh yeah, the personal satisfaction of it. And it's yeah. just like seeing, I always try to improve my channel in terms of like whether it's the video quality, if it's the audio, stream graphics, what games we're playing, like that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. Like bringing it all together into this sort of production, like that's kind of like just satisfying to me. And then obviously what motivates me is like my community is really cool. Like I see some of you guys, I see you guys, <laughs> like, they're pretty dope. And like it's fun. It's fun being able to just like sit down and like interact with people every day and be like, I don't want to say like, well, I guess you're, like, somewhat, you're, like, it's a mutual, like, investment in, like, mm -hmm. the individual, but also, like, the group as a whole, or, like, community as a whole, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you get to, you get to, it's that interaction that I really like. That's why, I like, I really, I literally read, like, everything in chat, or I try to. <laughs> I try my best to, but. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> it definitely gets hard, for sure. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. What's your viewer count at, usually? 
Um, well, it's a little different now since I haven't been, I, for anyone that doesn't know context, um, I was mainly a Pokemon slash, I guess, Nintendo-ish streamer. Um, so if I do stream Pokemon, usually it's anywhere from like 80 to 100, but since I've been doing more variety, obviously it's a little down, but Mm -hmm. I'd rather take my personal like enjoyment over like worrying about like the viewer numbers and stuff. Cause I know there's still people that will like support me no matter what you know what i mean yeah so i know viewer yeah. count has a lot to do with your chat mm-hmm. <laughs> participation and activity mm-hmm. and how many people are in there and sometimes you know you might only have 20 people watching but every single person is being extremely active yeah or yeah. if you have like 100 or 150 watching and maybe people aren't really talking so i feel like that really depends on the streamer though um but i do want to hit on something that you had mentioned which is streaming is like a perfect marriage of everything that you love so you mm-hmm. love like graphic design and like being a community leader and like being able to improve people's days and video editing and just everything that you enjoy goes into streaming so mm-hmm. think about this like you know five years down the line like where are you headed hmm that's a good question where am i headed well hopefully Stream keep I think I think definitely five years is like Twitch is definitely still gonna be around in five years. It's when people mm-hmm. talk about like ten, twenty years, like that sort of stuff. That's what you're like, mm. but five years, hopefully, yeah, still streaming. Stream is still growing. I wanna stream what I like. Hopefully my viewers stick around <laughs> through that. But I definitely see see myself doing it like for like I don't wanna say completely long term, obviously, because mm-hmm. you have to eventually, you know, do other stuff. But I do see myself doing it for a while and hopefully everybody sticks around with me but from what i've noticed what a lot of people do like and like regardless i want to keep doing it regardless if i'm either doing it full time or like not doing it full time you know what i mean because like i still enjoy it no matter no matter what like the whole like numbers thing like that doesn't really matter to me right at this right. moment like because i'm trying to enjoy myself but um so it's like um i've seen other people kind of take their stream and what they're doing with their stream and then kind of like leverage it into another sort of like job and like the industry or something so even something like that and still doing streaming with it i think that's also great i could see myself doing that but yeah (laughs) what kind of of an industry job would you have um i don't know i mean i mainly well my major was in like graphic design and like ux design so hopefully something like that but um or even like i mean i do some video editing not anything like super complex but that would be cool or anything that has to do with like community management or like i guess sort of like pr social media i mean i've experienced with that with my own yeah. stream so it kind of like you kind of take you have to translate your skills into something that would be like worth it for like somebody to be like oh like you know what you're doing yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah exactly so, and i think yeah. that twitch is like a great platform for people if they're interested in this kind of stuff if they want to pursue a career in the industry i almost feel like you need to stream you know you need to show that not only be involved in some way yeah like you need to show that not only can you like garner interest from people that's i know that's a huge thing with esports people that want to be involved in esports a big thing that most of the larger personalities tell you is like hey stream show people Mm -hmm. that you can garner an interest from people show people how entertaining you are um but Mm -hmm. then also you said that there is like a like certain marketable skills that come with this you know like social media and just pretty much everything once again that you're interested in and i I feel like twitch is just such a perfect platform for people that want to get into like almost anything digital this is such a great way for people to learn a bunch of new skills so um let's see this is I really want to throw out a fun question here. If you yeah. could be any Twitch email, who would you be and why? Oh <laughs> well, I was gonna say SCFW because that's already me, but I guess that's <laughs> cheating. I just used to check. Oh, <laughs> um, if I could be any email, I mean I think if I had a lol email of myself, I know that's like BGDV, but that's one of my like favorite emotes. So yeah. if I could be the lol guy, like like that is it probably <laughs> my like I love love that emote. That <laughs> so would be <funny>. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so can you tell me something just to transition out of this? Like now that we're yeah. we're in a pretty good zone, I feel like I'm I'm pretty excited to learn about your mm-hmm. channel and 
it seems like you keep everything really positive, which I'm a huge fan of. Like, you're just happy all the time. You're so bubbly and you're so, like, you're just so talkative and awesome. And I, obviously that's what your channel sees in you and your viewers, your mm -hmm. community sees in you. So that's mm -hmm. really cool. All of these people just come around and they're like, oh, my God, this girl is so happy. This is fun. <laughs> but aside from this, like, this just happy, like, giddy demeanor and just this positive environment that you promote what else mm -hmm. is it that's unique that you give to the twitch community to the twitch community um something unique i think i mean definitely obviously there's so many other people out there that are like preach like positivity in like the chat like i guess like community and our interaction and stuff but i think definitely the fact that i think the thing that's unique about me at least is that the games that i i think the games that i stream were kind of unique within themselves because like yeah you can like I think the Nintendo community or, like, just maybe Pokemon community on Twitch, like, yeah, there's a lot of people that stream it, but, like, if once you step out of that sort of bubble, if you look in the grand scheme of things, like, in terms of, like, you know, like, other variety streamers, like, you know, like, look at, like, the top, like, 10, 20 games on Twitch, like, you're not, sometimes you'll see Pokemon there on the Nintendo games, but not a lot, so I think that in with itself is kind of unique, because a lot of people think, that a lot of people still think, like, oh, Nintendo's, like, for kids and blah 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 but there's like mm -hmm. obviously a lot of people here that enjoy it so i def i think really, i think definitely the game choice for sure um and especially since i've been trying out new things recently i think that can also bring something to the table i think it's the combo of like the games i play and then just like obviously adding on the positivity the community stuff like mm -hmm. and i don't know also i kind of like to like i'm very straight up about like joking about myself or like memeing about myself <laughs> like i don't or, or like um that was like the other day there's some there, like whenever i have like trolls in my stream i just like troll them back and then like ban them or whatever like that's also something a little different like i don't when people like try to mess with me it kind of like, doesn't really affect me but i know with other streamers it might like it might affect them like differently um or like worse or like like they don't care but i don't know i think it's definitely a combo of the games for sure and then just like i just I like with the SEFW thing that like came out of nowhere and like people love it and I'm just like well there you go like let's just go <laughs> I love but, yeah I love those little like inside jokes that you get with your channel it's an inside it's joke so that turned into good. a bigger thing yeah it's, it's like it's turned into oh my god it's ridiculous like I go into like uh, I don't know, like Smash Summit or some like big esports stream, and every once in a while, I'll either see like SCFW or I'll see like my Hey Guys emo, which is Marth from Fire Emblem. <laughs> I'll just be like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like, I never expected to see that here. That's awesome. Like, some sometimes people screenshot it and send it to me, and I'm like, "That's awesome!" Like that that's kind of the kind of stuff you don't really think. Yeah. Like, you don't really like think about it's like whoa like that's so crazy to think it's about. cool because it makes you like you realize oh i have an impact with yeah people. like even when i'm not there these people are actually yeah, thinking that's about the, me that's the crazy thing about twitch like i mean like it's so insane to think about like like just from like sitting here at my desk like the amount of impact you have on people like regardless when you're like making a video when you're streaming you tweet something you interact with someone on discord stuff like that like it's like mind-blowing because like it doesn't you're, you're i'm just here like in my basement in front of a pc like what the heck, what the heck yeah. am i doing you know like is it so it's crazy to think about that and like i feel like i mean i haven't i haven't been able to go to like many conventions and stuff because like college and stuff i just graduated um but i'm planning on going to twitchcon hopefully mm -hmm. so then i feel like if when i like go to that it'll kind of like hit me in the face yeah and like because that's like um i've heard a story about one of the i think one of the guys from splice PM to me and he was like, we did a career day. I don't know if I'm getting this exactly, but basically there's a career day at an elementary school for like fifth graders or something. And he went in and talked to people and told people uh, he was involved with Splice. And then um, apparently somebody knew my like, knew I was on Splice and they knew who I was. And I was like, ah, that's so crazy. He's like, yeah, it's, it's, that's insane. That's, that's crazy. actually crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It was it blew my mind. <laughs> so, so you haven't actually been to a convention before then since you started streaming? No, I've only I've only gone to like Smash tournaments because that's what I'm involved in. Because oh, I I don't know, right. my whole thing was like school school comes first, and then it's also just having like the money to do it, like poor college yeah. student. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was mainly like school came first and stuff. But now that I'm done, I'm like, I'm, I'm I want to go. Like I want to go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I think they're definitely important. For yeah. sure. And well, you get to meet people, like, networking. 
It is so it is so important. I would say like one of the biggest things about streaming full time is definitely like networking. Yes, is so so huge. But at the same time, like even if you just go to an event and hang out with people, like you're partnered, so it's time away first off for you. Um, so you might see a dip in like subscriptions or whatever. But what is so cool is like you get out there. Yes, you you lose a little bit um, and hopefully like you get some good connections out of it. But it's also Mm. really great to just be around people that understand what you're going through and that are in the same community and that you can talk to and they're not like, uh, I don't even have a computer. <laughs> like these, like not only do people have computers, but they're actually in this, involved in the same kind of things that you are. So it's yeah, super yeah. awesome. I feel like you're really gonna love it, and I definitely recommend anybody that um, wants to be involved in this community at all, whether that be like professionally or if you you know want to be a streamer, if you are a full time streamer, like going to these mm-hmm. events. Maybe not every single one, because that's gonna break the bank. You can get burnt out. But yes. <laughs> Going to them from time to time is definitely highly recommended. I would yeah. say it's probably one of the best things for networking, um, in my opinion. But what would you say is really good for networking as well? Um, well, I think in terms of like, in terms of like, if you're just starting out with like networking, a lot of people always ask like, how do I network? I understand it's the most important thing, but how do I do it? It's just being involved in others communities is a very big thing like if people start like recognizing your name or something don't be that guy that goes into someone's stream and be like oh, i'm gonna go stream right now or he drop your twitch link like don't do that because that's the surefire way to not just don't but if you're active <laughs> in someone's community if you host and raid people that sort of stuff that's the stuff on twitch you can do to definitely network and also joining teams and now we have communities on twitch which is really cool um, but in terms of like, I think I think what you said, I definitely agree. Like, I feel like what's super important about like just networking and like going to events and stuff, you get that like face to face like interaction, you know, mm-hmm. like it's not just like in front of a screen and you just notice this person like you're going to remember that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like and you can, you can kind of build more meaningful relationships, I feel like yeah. being face to face as opposed to what you could just do online, you know, I definitely 100% agree. Like, it's totally different. I don't know if you've met anybody in per- Have you met anyone from your channel in person? Yeah. So is there a difference between the way that somebody acts online or in your community versus like how you meet them in person? Because I've noticed sometimes like with some people, it's not this, the case with everyone, but with mm-hmm. some people, they are completely different online. Like they could be, you know, they could be totally weird. And then you meet them IRL and you're just like, I was not expecting this at all. <laughs> what who are you <laughs> i can i don't know i met like some people from my stream and they were they were pretty much the same mm-hmm. but i do i have heard i i can definitely see why and i've heard of people like being different from how they are on like twitch and acting online in person because a lot of people just like i mean me myself too like a lot of people use it as an escape and you sometimes act maybe either more confident less confident more talkative not as talkative on the internet than you would IRL you know what I mean so I don't know all of mine have been fine I haven't had any like (laughs) crazy stories I don't know hopefully I don't but (laughs) that's good that is so good yeah I've heard I've definitely heard some interesting ones so I'm sure you have too so yeah obviously like from what you just said networking is really important and being involved in other people's communities is also like Mm -hmm. that is of course, something that I find to be extremely important, especially in the beginning. But yeah, what would you say, like, you know, networking, going to meet people IRL, um, this, this content that you're producing, like you produce a lot of content, what what is a, a tool or a strategy that you use that just makes you makes you a success, you feel like, like, what's one um... personal habit that you do that you're just like, wow, that was so valuable for me? I think something that's like very valuable that people underestimate is social media. <laughs> uh, <sighs> like that's the way to get, that's the way you can network with other streamers, you get your stream out there, your YouTube videos, whatever you do. Um, it's a great way to just put it out there. And like, I mean, I love Twitter. I, I'm on Twitter like 24 <laughs> seven. Like, yeah. I, I think it's a great, I think it's definitely one of the most, I think it's definitely one of the most important tools to a content creator, regardless what platform you're on. Like, because so many people are on it um you can discover people with similar interests and similar communities build up relationships that way um that sort of stuff so definitely definitely twitter because i literally tweet out everything 
I literally tweet out everything on Twitter. Yeah, I'm a Twitter but, addict. Like it's. Yeah, we're. Um, <laughs> I, I have to stop myself from posting stuff sometimes. So I'm like, shut up, just shut up, just stop posting everything about your life. This is just weird. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely get you there. Like what? Yeah. Um, what on Twitter has been a big impact for you? Um, I think. Hmm, what's the biggest impact? I would say definitely following other content creators and kind of just like getting to know them regardless if it's on like a very surface level or like a very deep level level and like building a relationship from there and then also like I said before I think just even just tweeting your stream out with maybe like a couple like hashtags or something or um adding people and be like hey like check this out like I think that's definitely a big thing but definitely I think the relationships because there's some people like I've noticed through Twitter, like a friend of a friend or from a friend of a friend. And then you're like, oh, like, we're, you're like pretty cool. Like, let's be friends. And then that work. And then you end up like hosting and rating each other and like getting to know each other and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think definitely that connection. That's really is... cool. I actually found you through, I think, Matt Dimmers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty well, sure he posted Matt something. Said, Where's Matt? He should be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think know. he tweeted about something. And then I saw you and I, I looked through your stuff because I'm a creep. And I saw your I saw your Twitch tips videos, and I was like, these are so cool. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people. It's actually really crazy to think like I've mentioned this on my stream kind of recently, but um, with like originally like just streaming Pokemon, like I feel like there's only so far of a reach you can have. But like now that I'm gonna try to do Pokemon and other games, you kind of you can kind of like reach out to different, I guess areas or like audiences or something, which is really neat. And like that's sort of like what happened with Twitch tips. I. I think I started out, like, kind of, like, you know, they get, like, a couple hundred views, whatever. And then I think I started posting them to, like, the Twitch subreddit, which I'm, like, super active. Well, not as much recently, but I'm, like, I've been pretty active on the Twitch subreddit for, like, two years. And I would post my videos there, and people were, like, oh, my God, this is so helpful. And it's, like, really, I'm, like, one guy on the Twitch subreddit, he watched my, like, videos, and he was, like, on, like, the point of, like, getting partnered, and, like, I gave him, like, PM, I PM'd him, like, some advice and stuff, and he was, like, oh, guess what? I got partnered, and I was, like... What? Oh. Like, it's so crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, my dog's that's going crazy. That's crazy. Like, that sort of stuff blows my mind. And, like, the one I just did, um, I talked about, like, everyone says what happens before partnership and leading up to it, but not afterwards. So I just wanted to make a video on it. And it seemed to help a lot of people. Um, yeah. It's gotten, like, a ton of views. So I'm like, it's fun to do those. I was actually going to film. I'm actually filming more of them today. Awesome. <laughs> so that's exciting. But yeah, they're yeah. really fun to do. I just like helping people. So right. like if I can teach people from my experiences, then like, don't not that I did like stupid stuff, but just like what's <laughs> optimal, I guess. Right. <laughs> I mean, I definitely feel like Twitch is kind of a puzzle for everybody yeah. to figure out, you know, like, yeah. Once you start learning all of those extremely unique tips and just like different ways of getting yourself out there and promoting yourself, mm -hmm. because that's pretty much all this is. Like, I know that a lot of trolls are like, oh, you're just doing this for attention, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, no, but also yes. And there's yeah, not like, a problem with that. Like, people want yeah. to grow their numbers and grow their channels. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, obviously you have a really solid, like, foothold in the Pokemon scene. Um, yeah. And you've recently transitioned over to variety. So can you talk to me about like what it's like to go from something that is so consistent that like 80 to 100 viewership to doing more of a variety stream? Because if people don't know, like transitioning from a consistent game to something like variety, where obviously you're streaming a bunch of different things and trying mm -hmm. out different communities and introducing yourself to more people, that is like a huge it can be a huge emotional hit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, because you go from this, these big numbers of where everybody knows where you are and you know your place to, like, the land of just the lost. Like, you have you have no idea what could happen. You have no idea who yeah. these people are. And it's such a huge transition. So tell me, like, your experience with moving from consistent to variety. Um. Well, like, the thing is, is, like, when I first... I, I was it's really easy to get burnt out on Twitch regardless of what you're playing, I think. Yeah. And especially with just, like, how I felt now, I was like, you know what, I want to try different stuff, but also still, like, I still have scheduled days where I play Pokemon. It's just not completely constant all the time, 24-7, playing the game, same day, same game every day. And, like, 
when I first I, I thought about it a couple maybe like a month or two ago I like considered it but I was like nah like I feel comfortable but like the thing is is like when you when I feel like too comfortable in like sort of a situation it kind of gets more I guess not I want I don't want to say dull but it gets just like it's kind of the same old same old you know what I mean yeah like there's only so much there's only so much regardless what game you the one game you stream like if you're one game streamer regardless like what game that is i feel like there's only so much you can do with your content within that one game and what kind of reach you can get if that makes sense yeah so i i kind of thought about it and i was just like you know like i have a like pretty consistent like viewer numbers i got a really like consistent community consistent like sub count i mean i'm not gonna lie drop subs when you say you're not gonna be playing this game every day anymore but i'm still gonna play it which is fine like if you're just here if you're just here for the one game that's fine but if you're here for me that's also really great like there's people here especially the people that come and watch this um <laughs> there's people here that will literally watch me even if i'm sitting here eating mac and cheese out of a bowl and being like hey guys what's up we're gonna do social <laughs> eating like the craziest stuff i've done that before <laughs> so, like, so it's definitely just like feeling comfortable with like my stream and like my abilities and my community and just like I guess the connections I have like I know like regardless regardless um if you're gonna go to variety or just change your game um like you're gonna take a hit which is fine like I have half the viewer numbers but you know what I'm way happier and like I've had a couple other friends that have transitioned from one game or just Pokemon into variety or doing variety and still doing Pokemon like I am um because i still love it don't get me wrong it's just every day like you do the same thing every day it's really <laughs> like repetitive um see so it's just i feel kind of I, I feel confident in like myself and like the it's just the potential i feel like kind of the potential between this goes it's not just pokemon but any person that just streams one game or one type of game like there's a different amount of growth reach and like potential and like one game over here there's only so far you can like reach i guess where if you're just trying a bunch of different stuff um whether it's like the same genre if it's like games by like a certain company or something, i don't know like you can you can definitely expand yourself more and i don't even mean just like oh, i want more viewers i want more subs i want more followers like no i just want like more people to reach out to join like my community if that makes sense yeah so you, you kind of get out of your bubble but yeah i don't know i, I kind of just i was just like you know what screw it what else is there to lose like I'm doing like I'm pretty fine. Like, <laughs> what yeah. is there to lose? Why not? Like, you definitely, you definitely, like, you definitely have to be careful, especially if you're if you're like a partner and like doing it full time. You got to be careful with that sort of thing. But um, I don't know. I just felt confident in like myself and like where it can go. Like, if everything ends up crashing and burning, sure, I'll just go <laughs> back to Pokemon. But I I am still doing like half Pokemon, half variety, so I think it works out for everybody. But yeah. that's kind of a ramble, but hopefully it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Pokemon is always a good like Plan B for you, just in case. Like you mm -hmm. said, I never actually thought about your your consistent your main game and being able to go back to that from variety and just rebuild yourself mm. if you need to. Mm. I never really got to the point where I was doing pure variety streaming because I didn't feel confident, and mm. I like I. I don't know, just building yourself up in one game is already extremely hard. But I was streaming Dota, so that was a little, that yeah. was a little crazy. It's different with, like, super saturated <laughs> games, but I think there's, there's... I was actually going to make a video on this soon, but I'll just say it now. There's definitely pros and cons to either going variety or establishing yourself in one game. Because if you establish yourself in one game, you're, like, known for that. You probably can get maybe a, a potentially a lot more viewers but if you ever stream a game that's not that game you'll have like half the viewers and like people will be like why are you streaming this game but then with variety the cool thing is you get to change it up but then you might not have as much retention so yeah. it's just like give or take like i don't know it's up to the person so do you, feel like, <laughs> do you feel like there's a certain point after you've been streaming your main game for a while where you know that it's okay to jump into variety um if, if there's a point i guess if like, I think the main thing, at least for me, is, like, I knew I wasn't... I, w I was tired of doing the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to change it up in that sense and felt confident with it. But also, like, you know, like, there's, like, really big streamers who, like, they'll get big with one game and then they get, like, so big to a point where, like, they could stream whatever and still, like, have people show up. Yeah. I guess that's sort of, like... I guess it, it sounds weird to put it that way because you don't have to be big necessarily to do that. But, like, if you have people that'll show up no matter what and be involved with community, I think that's awesome. Yeah. So... I think, I guess, I don't know if that's really a specific point where you could go and do it, but 
that's just my experience. I guess it's like once you feel confident in the fact that you have people that not only care about what game you're streaming, but care about you so much that they'll just watch you do whatever. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, eat and macaroni also, and cheese. <laughs> it's also like it's also like the relationships between everybody in the community too. That's like a big thing too. Um, not not even just me. Like I know a lot of people who are in my community that are like really good friends now because we all like found each other from the stream. So like, it's also that thing too, I guess Yeah. to put into consideration. So how do you turn somebody from being just a viewer or somebody that like pops into your stream one time to being a big advocate for you like that and to being somebody that wants to get involved in the community without just you being there? I think you have to offer some sort of like value, I guess, to them. Mm-hmm. And I don't really have like a, physical thing that could be like a value or like something you say but like I guess it's just like how how you act regardless if it's like how you act um your interaction with the audience in terms of like what game you're playing stuff like that you have to add value to it and like you can't just be like just another like like just like another streamer if that makes sense like any old streamer like oh I'm playing the game and talking about chat blah 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 like it has to you kind of got to go above and beyond for that because that kind of gets people to stay or like some sort of individual or interaction or yeah I don't know it's it's you got to have something of value and then I feel like that could be different for every person but that's just what I think because if you don't like when I'm watching a stream like I I stay or leave for like different reasons you know so it's like getting somebody like staying there and like retaining them that's a big thing but yeah you turned Mm -hmm. A few people from being just regular viewers into being like advocates for your stream you felt mm-hmm. like you were comfortable with transitioning from having a main game to being more of a variety streamer mm-hmm. so do you have any advice for people that are newer to get to that level like how do they get people interested when they only have one or two viewers how to like retain people i guess yeah. starting out um hmm like i said offering something of value to people and also just i mean obviously interacting with your chat you think it's like common sense but a lot of people when they start out i see these posts every day on the twitch subreddit they're like how do i get people to my stream how do i keep people in my stream blah 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 and then like they realize it's like a lot of people don't realize there's like the chat delay and the viewer Mm -hmm. list delay and stuff like that so like always be talking regardless if that's like commentary of a game, how your day went and like try asking your chat, like asking your chat, like open-ended questions can also be a good way to like start a conversation. And then once people start talking, they're like, Oh, like I like this. And then maybe they'll drop a follow or something. But just the main thing is just interact with people, make sure to talk. Um, And I don't want to say, I don't, I don't want to say like fake being like, don't be, fake but i've sort of always thought of like fake it till you make it sort of thing like (laughs) if you act like you have 100 viewers like how your personality will be that's kind of how it would be like if and when you got to that point you know what i mean like it's kind of it's more like sort of your genuine reaction even though i did say like fake you make it but like if you act like you're like you're like going to 100 viewers and have this many followers like people it'll be more like I don't know where I was going with that. You know what I mean? No, I, like, compl- I completely agree. Yeah. Like, I, t- I completely 100% get it. Like, yeah. Uh, I definitely, for the time that I was streaming, I I kind of felt this disconnect between me, you know, streaming Dota with, like, 20 to 30, 40 viewers, and then people that had 1 to 200 or 3 or 4, 500 10,000 like there's there's Mm -hmm. such a huge difference with the way that people interact with their chats and whenever I did get to the level where I was like I cannot respond to everything in chat there's just no way Mm -hmm. um you definitely have to learn like a new skill like you become a more heightened version of the person that you were before so I think that Mm -hmm. is like great advice to be honest Mm -hmm. is just pretend like you have 100 viewers because People will come when they then they'll fill up that space once you kind of assume yeah. the role of like what you need to be. So, do mm-hmm. you feel like your chat has changed? You know, like whenever you first started streaming and you didn't have a ton, like are there what specific lessons did you have to learn whenever you were a smaller streamer to transition to having eighty or a hundred viewers? Um, I think um, definitely this is like somewhat related just in terms of like chat but like when you first start out on twitch especially if you're a girl you will get more trolls starting out 
Um, but just learn to ban it, whatever everybody does with a certain way. I'm not going to get too in-depth on it, but definitely got a lot more trolls in chat when I first started out. But now, like, if people try to mess with me, like, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> like, so there's that, definitely. That's a big thing. And then I think, um, I guess also with chat, like, transitioning transitioning from when you're starting out into later um i think definitely mods are very important like picking your mod team that could be a whole other topic in itself um picking mods is very important uh mods kind of like set the tone of chat and like if they're like being welcomed and positive then like that's kind of like your like i said setting the tone of like your chat or your stream at some points um so just being aware of that don't just mod everybody who asks like that sort of stuff yeah and i guess in terms of like in terms of like chat interaction Definitely, I guess from when you first start out to now, I think the big difference I've seen is like when I first started out and even when I was like growing like pretty fast, it was I went from like having more individual interactions with people when now I try to do it more so as a community because like I realized maybe halfway through I was like I'm having all these individual interactions with people and people really like it. Um, But like when we all try to come together as a community, people are only like talking to me and not each other. Like I, I realized that maybe like halfway through, so it's like you have to have a way, I guess, um, or like some sort of transition where it's like a we as opposed to just like a one-on-one. Like I'm not saying don't interact one-on-one with people, but a lot of people would just like talk to me just on stream or just talk to me in Discord as opposed to like talking to like other viewers and like stuff like that. Cause like it gets very, it can get very taxing when you have to, people expect that, individual um attention for like once you get past a certain point like 20 30 40 50 viewers like it's really hard to do that like not saying it's not possible but you just have to realize like if you're trying to build a community like you the bonds between everybody also have to be like i guess grown as opposed to just like individual ties to individual people if that makes sense so definitely that was a big thing for me (laughs) you're blowing my freaking (laughs) mind right now (laughs) you're blowing my mind yeah exactly i'm like that have you seen that gif where that girl is like grabbing her head and then it explodes in like a huge like nuke it's it's amazing that's that's my brain that's my freaking brain that's the thing i yeah i had never even thought of that before i'm learning this is awesome so uh, you had mentioned mods, right? And obviously mm-hmm. they make a huge impact with your channel. Um, they set the tone, like you said, and then that awesome, awesome value bomb that you dro- just dropped, which was <laughs> talking to everybody as a community instead of just individual conversation. You know, after you get to a certain point and you're having, like, you have 50 people in chat, you're trying to carry on, like, 40 individual conversations. Yeah. It gets hard so yeah. hard i know there are some people yeah. that do it um my friend uh oh my god i just forgot her stream name oh that's so horrible but anyway she is basically um oh kira corelia so she just is like so talkative and she'll talk just every single person individual conversation with like 150 viewers mm-hmm. i don't know how you do it i feel like that is just so mm-hmm. hard uh, but going back to the mod uh advice that you had for us which i find that that is a great topic to delve into as well because a huge value trap or a huge value trap a huge trap that people <laughs> fall into whenever they first start streaming is their friends will come in and they're just like hey mod me hey mod me hey mod me because yeah. people see the sword as like a status symbol for some uh, reason they're like oh i want to be a no. mod like no like, i hate when people view it that way because like being a mod is like a job within itself and like a big thing when you first start streaming with mods like set requirements like don't just like I mean, if you want to have them go do whatever, let them go do whatever. But mm-hmm. I like have, I just kind of have like guidelines for my mods. I'm like, hey guys, like this is okay. This isn't, this is how we're going to time out people. This is how we're going to ban people. Um, stuff like that. So it's definitely like setting requirements is good. And like, if you want to model your friends, do it. I don't care. It's not my stream. <laughs> but if you want to go as a streamer, definitely like assemble a very trustworthy mod team to help back you up in that or in your um, stream pretty like consistently. Cause like if you don't have mods then like you're gonna have to do it all yourself and when you start out you can do that like i had two mods Mm -hmm. starting out i think you can definitely do that starting out but like at the point i am now like there's not like one or two mods in stream when i have to like manage it myself and kind of just get distracted from the broadcast itself you know like i have to pause like go do this and like yeah so (laughs) yeah no i completely agree there especially like with dota i know i was focusing so much on the game because that game is literally the entire time you can't pay attention to anything else so it's really hard to manage a chat and then also when you get trolls that come in it's so hard to just be like 
you you're the one that has to take care of it and it's just like Yeah. ugh, you know like it's just gross and it's super hard Yeah. so having a mod team obviously is extremely important is there a specific um quality that you look for in moderators A main thing is just, like, if they go above and beyond to, like, help me, even, like, this is, like, before if they get picked as a mod, but, like, people that, like, go above and beyond to help me, if you're, like, active in chat, like, pretty positive, like, helping out people, like, if you're doing that, all of that already without being a mod, then, like, I would, like, probably, like, consider you as one if I'm, like, adding people, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, like, people kind of already doing those things, not, not backseat modding, but... People are already doing those types of things even beforehand. That's kind of what sticks out to me. Um, and you're, if you're in streams a lot and I recognize your name, obviously, like, I'm going to be like, oh, well, you're here all the time. Like, you can help, obviously. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have specific people on your mod team that have done, <laughs> I guess, that have any, you have any stories about that you were like, oh, now this person deserves it? um, I don't know if there's any, like, specific stories. It's more so I just, like, kind of... Like, every, every, like, couple months or so, sometimes I add people and, like, remove inactive people. And so I just, like, notice, I, like, take note of, like, who I see, like, a mental note in my head or list in my head of being, like, okay, like, who, who like, meets these qualities? They're, like, trustworthy. That's the one thing, the big thing. Being, like, trustworthy. They're, like, uh, pretty nice in chat. They're helping people or helping me, regardless if it's in or out of stream. Um, they're consistent to showing up to streams. Those are, like, the main, like, qualities, I guess. So there aren't any... I can't really think of any specific stories, but it's just when people going above and beyond to help those situations that definitely I'm just like, oh, like, okay, thanks. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's dope. Oh, yeah. Somebody, somebody just said in chat channel ambassadors. That's <laughs> I a know. great I accolade. saw that too. I was like, oh, wow, It's very that's actually perfect. like <laughs> I say I say this to like all my mods and like my friends. It's like you got to remember, like when my friends have drama with their mods, I'm just like, remember, your mods represent you and your stream, too, even like outside of it to an extent, because like people see that sword and like recognize the name like. You know, you, like, recognize regulars in a stream, so you gotta, like, be be mindful of that. Like, Yeah. don't be, don't be an idiot, basically. Yeah, and some mods are super trolly too. Like you'll jump into a stream <laughs> and mods will just troll and you're like, I'm I'm unsure. Like, are you being serious? I don't really know yeah, you. there's, like, a line. There's a line. At least in my stream, like, there's definitely, we know when people are, like, just joking, and then when people, like, are just full-on, just, like, trolling, trolling. So, like, There's a time and place to, like, joke around, and then a time and place where, like, that sort of stuff you shouldn't do, you know? Yeah. But Do you feel I feel like, that. because there are, are actually a lot of people that made their persona on Twitch to be more, like, trolly and to be, like, kind of flamey to people, um, I know, Yeah. you know, obviously there's an expected behavior with all genders, like, women Yeah. usually get this, like, they get yelled at because, you know, they have cleavage hanging out or they have, like, But then yeah, you the get dog yelled is going at crazy. if you don't show anything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then guys, their typical persona is usually like being a big troll or like calling out women or It's like a gimmick or something. yeah, yeah. It's like everybody has this little like shtick that they're trying to do. So do you feel like this is healthy for the community? Like, do you feel like this is just a construct of the gaming culture or is this detrimental to Twitch? I think, I think definitely, like, the whole stuff with, like, either if you're a girl, either regardless if you're wearing a low-cut shirt or you're not, people are still going to, like, berate you for it, which is, like, a whole other, like, thing in with itself. But in terms of, like, having, like, a shtick with, like, streaming, regardless if that's, like, being, like, uh, whenever I think, like, people that are, like, salty or, like, toxic, I don't even watch this guy, but I think Tyler won just from what I've heard from him in the week. <laughs> like, I don't know anything about this guy. I just know he's really toxic. Like... People, for, for those sort of things, like, people, I, I would assume, watch because of the reaction and all of the salt. I don't, I don't know anybody that that maybe cares about him as a person. Not, like, meaning that as shots. I'm just saying, like, in general. It's just when people do have that sort of stick, I'm just thinking, like, they are, they're just here for, like, the entertainment or it's, like, do you care about the streamer themselves? But, I mean, people watch streamers for different reasons. Right. Um, so there's also that. But in terms of, like, having, like, a little, like, shtick with your stream, a lot of people do that and they're successful. And I've noticed that, like, regardless if it's positive or negative, whatever. Um, it wasn't shots. <laughs> um, um, but uh, I think it, it, it can help you get noticed more. Um, because especially, like, if you're just streaming one game, you're probably known for just streaming that one game. But in terms of what I've noticed with variety, if people have a specific theme, if people have a specific way they act, stuff like that, um, I think that can definitely, like, make you stand out from everybody else that's trying 
to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, for example, I know some people in chat will know, know this person, but one of my friends who streams Pokemon, his whole, like, streaming i don't want to say shtick but it's because it's kind of how he is but he's a very loud person and like has a very specific theme to his channel and people love that people love the hype like he gets super hype so like that's and i'm not exaggerating <laughs> they know who i'm talking about but <laughs> like that that's like his thing and like that's what like made him stick out to me um like i remember i rated him and i was like what is this guy doing but then like a couple months later like I'm, we're really great friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it makes it kind of makes it stick out in your mind. So it can be a good thing, but also with the whole like all that other stuff, it can be negative. Yeah, Vander. Yeah, <laughs> they know. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They know. So, all right. So, obviously, like Twitch and live streaming as a whole is getting bigger. Like, we see Facebook is actually investing money into advertising their live service. Like, you've got, yeah. you've got. Instagram stories and Snapchat. Twitter trying to do something like that? Yeah, well, Twitter has Periscope. And, Mm -hmm. oh, Twitter get an eSport? What? There's some article. I don't remember anyway. (laughs) That's crazy. So I definitely want to get to Javi's question because that, I feel like, is an extremely valuable question. But I do want to finish up this topic real quick, which is just the, uh, the influx of younger people that are coming into twitch and are coming into mm-hmm. gaming and because of esports and the growth of that do you do you feel like the role models and the people that they're seeing and the culture that they're seeing is a positive influence on them um i think it definitely depends on the person for sure um obviously like if we're talking about like tyler one i'm using him as my example like if you're watching somebody like that like i mean i play league and it's already known for being toxic so if people are emulating that like it's not it's like regardless what you're watching like people or like regardless what you're doing like who you are how many viewers you have like people will look up to you to an extent being a streamer and i think i think the role model thing is like a great point because i mean i think i think twitch overall twitch overall i think the people on twitch are like pretty good like obviously there's the bad apples but overall i think twitch is just a company and then just at least a lot of the partners i know like we're all here for a reason we all enjoy what we do um and at least the people that i try to associate with are very just like positive like people in general like not like toxic basically yeah so like i think i i definitely came to this realization like probably in the last year that like i know especially being in pokemon community or any nintendo games there are younger people that watch and you got to be careful about that so like i've been trying to like swear less which doesn't happen (laughs) that's Um, so hard that's so i I applaud you for trying to do that being mindful of what you say because like we talked about earlier um the influence thing like that's you you might not realize it or you do realize that you have influence on people so right yeah that's i think i don't know i don't i mean i could see myself i mean i guess i'm technically like could be a role model but like you do have to be careful what you say as just just a public figure in general you don't like be careful about you, what you yeah. say and then also just like other streamers looking up to you like especially with like the twitch chips things that i was doing like people found my stream and they're like oh it's like really inspiring blah 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 so there's also that um aspect yeah. of it too i mean so. there's a reason they call it influencers right <laughs> mm-hmm. like there's a reason yep. so back to javi's mm-hmm. question which yeah. was how do you keep people interested as a variety streamer i used to stream magic the gathering and i'm not too sure if any viewers would enjoy other games do you ask or just hope they like you as a person enough to stay um like ask if they i'm assuming you mean like ask like if they would like this game i mean yeah. sometimes um i think it could go both ways um i think definitely with variety if you so if you're playing magic of gathering maybe you could try branching out into other card games and see if your viewers would like that since they're similar and try to get them to hop on that way um with the whole like variety thing that i'm trying out um i asked my viewers like what sort of like blind playthrough games of like nintendo games or steam games would you want to see and we like voted on it um so there's also that if your community is interested and invested in that um but it's also just if you stream with variety at least how i'm like kind of viewing it like if I stream games that are kind of within the same either like genre or like same like company, like something like that, you have a more, I feel like you would have a better retention rate as opposed if you went from something like, I don't know, like league into like retro games or something. You know what I mean? So it it can go, it can go both ways um, in terms of if you, if you want to ask them or if you just stream or if you want to go and stream random games or if you want to stream similar games, that sort of stuff. But (laughs) yeah. 
that's how I, that's my answer. I don't know. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's actually, I feel like that's a perfect solution for it, for sure. Mm-hmm. So we're going to wrap up here in just a couple minutes. I want to ask you one more question, though, and that is... <laughs> about the future of your channel. What are you personally excited for just thinking about the future and what you are going to be accomplishing? Um, definitely excited to try out new games because I'm the sort of person that I pretty much have only played Nintendo games and maybe League and some random Steam games. So it's really cool to try to branch out into new things or like play old classics that a lot of people that I haven't played but other people are really excited about. Um, so it's just... Playing new games is going to be fun, and I think having a new opportunity or new, like, route to, like, reach new people to find my stream and, like, join my community and enjoy, like, what I'm doing, I think that's a really big thing I'm excited about. Because, like I said, if you if you kind of place yourself in this bubble, there's only so far you can go. Like, you could get really big at one game, but then you're only going to be having people that are there for that one game. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's definitely that. And then just, like, milestones in general. I think definitely this year I'm going to hit 10k followers, which is dope. Um, and then we're trying to hit 250 subs, which we've been, like, pretty... We've been, like, kind of close, sort of not close, like, within the past, like, couple months. So I think we'll definitely hit that this year, which I'm very excited about, just in terms of milestones. And then... But, yeah, mainly just, like, trying out new things. Um, that's that's the main thing, because I, I... I like being in my comfort zone, but then sometimes if I get too comfortable, I'm just, like... Should I try something else? Like, I don't know. But I'm excited to just reach new people and, like, definitely, like, going to, like, hopefully going to, like, TwitchCon and that sort of stuff. That's what yeah. I'm excited about. So those are, like, the main the main things. But, and then just hopefully, well, at least, well, at least with me announcing, like, doing, like, part Pokemon, part variety, a lot of people have been very supportive, which is great. And just, like, having everybody stick around for the ride is also a fun yeah. time. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yay, I'm so excited for you. So, I mean, yeah. I can tell, like, your community showed up at noon on a Wednesday, so... <laughs> These people really care about you, and that's awesome. Like, that's that's great. And I'm so excited for you to kind of transition into having more subs and going to going to TwitchCon. We can meet up. That's gonna be lit. Yes. Yeah, that's gonna be amazing. So, yay! Super pumped for you. Do you have? Um, you want to go ahead and plug yourself? You have any closing arguments? <laughs> um. Well, I guess I'll just like plug. I mean, uh, yeah, Twitch.tv yeah, slash. Yeah, all this. Twitch.tv slash SF3. I stream every day at 6 p.m. EST. Uh, I do variety on Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. Pokemon on Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. And then Animal Crossing and Stardew sort of semi-games on Sundays. Uh, so if you're into any of that sort of stuff, definitely come by. Uh, Twitter is SF3 with an underscore after because someone stole my name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then YouTube, SF3. I post a lot of videos there. Um, I do kind of like Pokemon videos, but I've also been um, obviously doing the Twitch tips videos, some blogs, some tutorials, that sort of stuff. Um, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, did I forget anything? Uh, I don't think I forget anything. Oh, yeah, check out Splice. Um, they're, I'm sponsored by them as a streamer. Uh, they're Splice on Twitter, Splice.gg. They're super awesome, awesome group of people. Definitely go check them out. And I think that's it. I think that's all my plugs. But any closing arguments? This is really fun to do. I that This was so much fun. It was like a Twitch tips video, but like with two people. And it's great. <laughs> and I think a lot of the topics we covered were like even things I hadn't thought of that like maybe in the future – like could do coverage on and even elaborate it on even more because I think it's yeah. I think it's really good and I, it's definitely conversations people don't realize if they're not streamers yeah. they don't realize like some of this stuff so it's really cool to like bring it to attention yeah and I'd love to have you back you know I have a ton of respect for the Twitch Tips project and just all the the projects and the content that you make once mm-hmm. again like you're promoting this positive environment and community and I love that so much I'm such an advocate for positivity <laughs> so yeah. thank you so much for coming on um like I said I'd love to have you back we could do another one or we can make a twitch tips video together whatever Ooh, you want that would be, be so dope we actually planned dope. on doing that and we haven't done it yet so <laughs> maybe in the future we will get to it yeah, so sure. thank you so much Allie make sure that you guys follow SCF3 on all of her social media and her Twitch and YouTube channels I will make sure that I link everything for you and thank you so much once again I really appreciate it thank you for having me back. yeah as you guys can see, Ali has really like learned a lot over the years of her streaming career and she's figured out a lot of stuff that it usually takes people much longer to figure out. So that girl has just a good head on her shoulders, let me tell you. 
all of the information here is just absolutely golden, like managing a community, how to manage your chat if you've got like two viewers versus a hundred, how to get viewers to stay, asking chat open-ended questions. She's really good with like being able to moderate her chat and still keep her stream entertaining, as you can tell. So definitely heed this advice. I think that she gave a lot of just like really great, valuable information. She even said some stuff that like I didn't even know. And that's just, that was awesome that I was interviewing somebody and I, yeah, never mind. I'm just going to trail off here. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> all of her information and her links for her social media and her Twitch and her YouTube are down below in the show notes, but she is SCF3 everywhere. And I highly recommend you guys, especially check out her stream, but also her YouTube channel, because just like this interview, she has published some amazing tips over there. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you next Friday. Bye. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and letting me be part of your journey to master your content. It really means a lot to me. If this episode helped you, leave me a comment, positive or negative, about the show where you consume this episode. It helps me learn how to improve this show for you and helps other people find us so that we can help others pursue their dreams. You can also reach out to me on Twitter at AshneyChrist for questions or join our community in Discord. That link is down below in the show notes. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.